0: welcome to the musa stories podcast delivering short compelling stories designed for children to discuss with their parents and for parents to discuss with their children The stories. Yaakov was full of love. Yaakov knew that he was the last of the Ovois, and it was up to him to be the father of the 12 Shvatim. He loved the Shvatim, and he loved his wives. They helped him build the family of Bnei Yisrael. But more than all of his wives, Yaakov loved Rochel. She was the whole reason why Yaakov went to work for Uncle Lavan, and more than all of his sons, Yaakov loved Yosef, Rachel's firstborn son. And Yosef had the beauty of his mother. Yaakov gave Yosef private Torah lessons. He wanted Yosef to know everything that he learned in Yeshiva's Shem voiver. Yaakov wanted Yosef to be the leader of the Shvatim, the Rosh Hashiva. That's why Yaakov made Yosef his special cloak. The Pasin, pasim, it was a kind of Rosh Hashiva coat. Yaakov loved Yosef more than all of them. And when the report came back that Yosef was killed in the wilderness at the young age of 17, Yaakov could not get over it. He ripped his clothes. He put on this itchy sackcloth garment and sat in a velus on the floor. It was like Tisha B'al for Yaakov, for 22 years. For all of those years, Yaakov could not overcome his grief. And no one could say anything to comfort Yaakov. Every one of his family members tried to console Yaakov, but Yaakov refused to be comforted. (laughs) Yaakov's sadness made it that he lost his Ruach HaKodesh. Hashem doesn't talk to sad people. Also, Yaakov thought that since Yosef is dead, it meant that Yaakov will not be getting his olom habo. It was a bad sign for Yaakov. All of the sadness made Yaakov look very, very old. But then, in this week's Parshish Vayigash, Yaakov gets good news. After 22 years, Yosef really is alive! That news brought Yaakov's mood back to life. It was hard for Yaakov to believe it. Yaakov said, "Rav, I've got to go see for myself. Yaakov packed up his family and seventy of them traveled down to Egypt to live near Yosef. Someone came to inform Yosef that Yaakov, his father has arrived in Goshen. So Yosef harnessed his chariot and set out early in the morning. Yosef was excited to finally greet his long-lost father, but not nearly as excited as the father was, excited to see his favorite and thought-to-be-dead son. And when the two of them met, the pasuk says something unexpected. Yosef fell upon his father's neck and cried and cried. Is that who? That's it. No? What about Yaakov? He didn't love and kiss Yosef and cry and cry all over him? No, he didn't, says Rashi. You know why? Yaakov was saying, Kriyashma. Yes, Kriyashma made Yaakov Avinu completely ignore this tearful reunion with his son. Yaakov hardly realized what was going on. Kids, let me explain why. What is Kriyashma? It's a connection with Hashem. It's a mitzvah that Yaakov Avinu did with all of his heart, all of his love. When you say Kriyishma, you become in love with Hashem more than anything else in the world. You are feeling what you say. With all of your heart, not some of your heart. Yaakov Avinu did not reserve any space in his heart to love Yosef. No, not when he was saying Krishma. St. Kriyashma is one of the biggest mitzvahs in the Torah. But it must be said with Kavanah. I'll give you a mashal that the Chofetz Chaim used to say. There was once a certain man, let's say his name was Shmerol, who was looking for a job. So he walked into a big factory to ask the boss for a job. No, no, said the boss. We don't need any help over here. Aw, why not, please? I really need the money, Schmerl said. I'll do a great job. Okay, said the boss. On condition that you be trustworthy, hardworking, and never disobey my instructions, okay? Okay, fine. Time went on. The day came that the boss needed to travel away. So the boss jotted down a whole list of things that Schmerl is to get done in the building during the few days that the boss will be gone. Here, take this list, said the boss. Look at it very, very well, okay? And the boss left town. When the boss returned home, he called Schmerl into his office. No, did you get done all I wanted? Yes, sir, sir. Your honor gave me the list to read very, very well. And I read it over very, very well twice a day. The boss was not impressed. You fool, you! Do you think that merely reading the list is the goal? That I commanded you to read the list was just so that you could know what to do, but not to fulfill the job by just reading it kids. The same goes with us. Of course Hashem wants us to read Krishma twice a day, but the main thing is to think and understand about the love of Hashem. Let us not behave like that Shmerel who would say, I did the mitzvah. You told me to read it, right? There, I read it. The mitzvah of Kriyoshma takes some time. Don't be in a rush to keep up with everyone else. Now I will tell you some halachas from Brura. Firstly, the minhag is to say the first pasuk out loud and with your hand over your face. This helps you concentrate. If you said the first pasuk, and Boruch Shem Kovat Malchus without kavana, repeat them, but quietly, so others don't hear you. Say, Shema Yisrael, pause. Then say, Hashem Elokeinu, pause. And then, Hashem Echad. Be very careful to pronounce each word without running it into the next word. And pause in between topics. If you know the trop, it's the best way to fulfill the Krishma. Try to imagine that each time you say the shema, it's like the first time. Imagine that Hashem just gave you his edict to read and to study. And read it with fear. Kids, it's a hard mitzvah to do it right each time like Yaakov Avino did. But remember, the reward of Hashem is tremendous. For more stories, visit our website, mosahstories.com